Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, June 8th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hello all, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bolger. We come to you three times a week to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today we're going to be in the book of Acts. But before we get to our scripture, let us begin with a prayer. Let us pray. Gracious God, may we remember this day that in our baptism, you have given us your very spirit to guide us, to embolden us, to love, and to serve. May it be so. Amen. Amen. Our scripture today comes from Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 21. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place, and suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as a fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all these all who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our native language? Parthenians, Medes, Elamites, and the residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. In our own languages, we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others sneered and said, They are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them. Men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk, as you suppose, for it is only nine o'clock in the morning. No, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. And even upon my slaves, both men and women, in those days I will pour out my spirit and they shall prophesy. And I will show portents in the heaven above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and smoky mist. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. So, Brett, this is the Pentecost story, um, the coming of the Holy Spirit. What does the Spirit bring or give to God's people? The Spirit brings... uh, and we have this in, in both the metaphors of the fire and the metaphors of the wind. The Spirit brings uh, an, an incredible power uh, to God's people. The Spirit brings a power 
like the wind and like the fire that is uh, massive and can break down anything over time. Uh, and the spirit also brings a power like the wind and like fire that cannot be controlled, uh, that cannot be wielded for man's own uh, selfish ambition. So the spirit of co- power comes and emboldens uh, in in this story. Um, and also there is the connection that the spirit brings. Um, the, I read a commentary that Willie James Jennings, and he said the the spirit coming is the voice of intimacy, uh, the sound the sound of intimacy, uh, which I think is just uh, such a beautiful way to describe the spirit coming upon uh, the people. And and finally, uh, the spirit comes in an absolute uh, egalitarian way. The spirit descends upon all people. Um, and Peter, we have the story of that and then Peter explains it using the prophecy of Joel uh, that young and old male and female everything in between uh, receives the power of the spirit what 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 do you read in this uh, scripture or maybe what have you uh, found in the spirit uh, in your own life Hmm. I think the first thing that strikes me is that this event is the exact opposite of that early church tradition of speaking in tongues Mm -hmm. right the idea that the spirit speaks and only certain people understand it and can interpret it. Mm-hmm. This is the total opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love, there's this feeling for me when I read it that um, the spirit is so powerful that everyone is just moved to kind of like speak and speak their truth of what they're experiencing. And so the spirit really brings community mm-hmm. and it brings unification. Mm-hmm. That's what it brings. And um and those are things that we still have to this day. Um, but it's also remember, uh, important to remember that we have to be open to the Spirit so that we can continue to be a community unified together. And then there's this idea from Joel, which is that the Spirit is going to give us this ability to prophesy or to have a vision or to dream dreams. And I do think that the Holy Spirit asks us to see the world as God sees it. Mm-hmm to think about possibilities to bring the kingdom or work toward the kingdom in this place. I do not think the Holy Spirit is interested in business as usual. Hmm. I think it constantly is calling us to be closer to who Christ was. So I, I, um, all those things kind of like come to me. It's interesting because I assume that different people may experience the Holy Spirit in different ways. I also have to assume, because the Holy Spirit can't be controlled, that we may experience one way um, in, at one time in our lives and another. For me so far, I am most sure of the Holy Spirit when I am filled with this kind of quiet assurance. Hmm. Like, I just know kind of like what the next right thing is. I've felt that you know, in my calling to preach, I've felt that in my calling to come to Huntsville, um, I, I do think there are times, I certainly felt it in my conversion, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so while this is the story of speaking and excitement, for me, there is this kind of like quietness that comes with the Holy Spirit moving now. The truth is that that's the total opposite of me, right? <laughs> um, so maybe that's the only way God can speak to me. Because hmm. if it's exciting and constant talking, I'll just think it's myself. <laughs> 
Yeah, there is um there's this uh gathering together of the spirit, as you said. Uh, you know, some people talk about this this being kind of the reversal of the of, of the curse of the Tower of Babel, where people are sent out and separated in different languages and they're brought together. Uh and, and not in not in that it's all the same language. Their cultures still exist, and they're still a part of it. But the same message is being uh, proclaimed together. Um, and and there's 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 an expectation when we come to the spirit that the spirit will move. Uh, someone just sent me a a, a little parable um, this morning, and it said, uh, you know, a group of a group of leaders were uh, praying for rain because their their village was in a terrible drought. And as they all gathered together, they all gathered together to pray. And a child asked, "How come no one brought an umbrella? Mm-hmm. Um, don't don't we have? Aren't we gathering together with yeah. expectation? What's your faith? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I I think that's just a lovely little uh, story. One other thing too is that remember that up until this time. Jesus, the apostles, uh, the disciples, they've all been Galileans. Mm-hmm. So there's unity here, but it's unity and diversity because suddenly we have this long list of people of different races and creeds and from different areas in the empire. And so, you know, unity does not mean sameness, but it does mean um, an acknowledgement that we believe in the Spirit and we are listening and that the spirit will speak but uh, i think that diversity is important to note here too absolutely it's it's not a homogenous society but it is a, a belief in 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 the spirit that the spirit will move in the in the grace and love of jesus christ mm-hmm. our quote today is from nt wright who says for christians it's always a love game that he is love itself indeed some have suggested that one way of understanding the spirit is to see the Spirit as the personal love which the Father has for the Son and the Son for the Father. Mm, Thank you for that. Friends, join us again on Friday where we will begin by asking each other a ridiculous question. Um, But until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And may God give you grace not to sell yourselves short, Grace to risk something big for something good. Grace to remember that the world is now too dangerous for anything but truth and too small for anything but love. May God take your minds and think through them. May God take your lips and speak through them. May God take your hands and work through them. May God take your hearts and set them on fire. Amen. Amen. Thank you.